Target Racing show us your tips, Daggy and Beaver, with you to look at uh, two very tricky cards on paper. Beaver, how do you enjoy doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, wasn't easy, was it? You sort no. of yeah, you had to get really deep into the form to try and um, ascertain uh, what you thought were the winning chances, and sort of when you got down in the markets a bit, it was really again. I think, like I said last week, hard to find if there is going to be a smoky, which one it's going to be. They're pretty, some of them are a bit inconsistent there, but um, good fields, mm. uh, open fields, uh, plenty of value there. So um, let's hope we can find some. Yeah, at least uh, in a lot of these, it's a, a chance to play two and three trip picks and uh, I think that's right. Try and look for something of value. Yeah, go for your main pick and then uh, you can sort of uh, save. You know, uh -huh. sort of a 70% and then a 15-15 on your two savers and probably um, allows you to break square if one of those um, get up. That's sort of the way I'd be looking at it. Yep, absolutely. Let's kick off at Flemington where it's super Saturday. We've got uh, good weather, good track. Rail moves out four metres. Uh, rail movements don't tend to mean a great deal down there. So get stuck into it on Newmarket Handicap Day. We kick <coughs> off with a 2,000-metre benchmark 80. Uh, which one of the smaller fields, but almost feels a little bit trappy as well. How are you going to start the day? Yeah, tricky day here. Um, start of the day here. There's four uh, main chances in the market. And I was kind of finding it hard to sort of assess the market. Like the, the favourite's quite short and then mm. you've got sort of four chances. I couldn't chances. believe how short it was. It, it didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense to me either. And I don't think it'll start that short, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. I couldn't, I couldn't go for it at $2.00. Um, given that it was beaten by uh, the top weight last start. Yep. I know it's like... We started favourite over it as well. Who started favourite? Did, did have um, Raylan's favour, but started favourite and beat at home. So. And beat at home and beat at home comfortably. A bit of shift in the weight pool um, this time around. But I actually went for one outside of that form, went for Sparkle. Mm -hmm. um, I thought last start, three lengths behind Munomek, who was busting to win and uh, put them away quite easily there. I thought it was... Um, I thought it was a good enough run um, and showed some good improvement from from its start before. I uh, might get a little bit of control here if it goes forward and uh, at the price uh, could be hard to beat. Yeah, I found the same horse. I went away from that movie. I just uh, couldn't – didn't want to jump into that Mooney Valley race. So I was left with two. One sparkle gets a quick backup uh, and, as you said, chased home um, a couple of reasons. Once. If it gets clearer as well, it probably goes close in that race as well. Just uh, held up slightly on the inside, hoping it can push forward a little bit mm. um, as well. There's not a lot of pace here, so has sat close enough. But uh, Blake Shin might even take this race up. If it does, going to be hardest to beat. Uh, from Independent Road, who with even luck probably wins that race at Flemington a month ago. Uh, and again, brings different forms. So I was looking at those two. They're both around five or six bucks. If we get a full field, I'll cover them both each way. The second is 1,100-metre handicap for the three-year-olds. Uh, got a couple of spruik horses here, or at least one of them, who looks quite short to me. But uh, how do you line these up? Yeah, it is quite short, but I still think it'll be winning. Um, it was pretty good at its only assignment, beating Lascars. Um, it's got a little bit of ability um, and resumes here. Uh, the second favourite has won both its runs uh, and has has been quite impressive, led them up there. So I think it's certainly the main danger, but I've got what you need on top. I think it's um, hard to beat and probably start about evens. Uh, I thought the two price Kent runners would be close in the market, actually. KGB, I think, is the main danger. Uh, I do have what you need on top 
Uh, but I thought they'd start closer in the market. If we are getting five or six bucks, I'll probably back the longer runner. Uh, but not a nice little race to start the day. Interesting one. Sweeten's also going to Pakenham tonight, where it's even money and it'll win. So, um, beautiful. Thanks for that. Check out the check out the full preview, or at least a few other tips there uh, on progetracing.com.au. Gone through and looked at that. Uh, the fourth is the CUNY Group Two over the mile for the Phillies. Wolverine and Pavitra stay in Sydney, uh, but I've gone looking for Sydney form here. A revolutionary miss we've both mentioned in the lead-up. Uh, I'm saying that obviously in secret form stronger than this stuff. We've seen midweek horses come down and win these races in the last month. This is coming out of a proper group one where it actually didn't have the clearest run either, but hit the line quite well. 1,400 out oh, to the mile does suit. Mark Zara getting one of the best jockeys on. Uh, Cruzy Gate around the $4 mark looks pretty good to me. I've got it on top. Obviously scared of Shuffle Dancer. Um, who is flying, but going Sydney form, one few exotics. I think Nunthorpe was forced to sit outside lead in that lead-up race here. I think it's going to be better with a softer run, but Sydney form is the form for me. Yeah, I'm going the same way. I'm going for the Sydney form. I think Revolutionary Miss uh, third up here presents very nicely. Interesting now, gone to Melbourne. Both runs have been uh, length to a length and a half off. Some pretty good yep. horses. Um, gets the right draw here, uh, gate one. Should get a nice cosy run. Has performed well in Melbourne before. Um, and this sets up nicely. Should be peak fitness. Good jockey. Um, hardest to beat. Love it. Um, the fourth is the 1,400-metre size produce stakes. A group two for the three for the two-year-olds. In fact, good little field. Beaver, who do you like? Yeah, good little field, isn't it? An interesting field. Um, a couple of these horses have had nice last start wins and then a couple... Um, sort of one first up, but sort of didn't back it up after that. I, I got narrowed it down to two. I did think the um, favourite in Vate was um, such a good win um, at its only race start. I really liked the way it won. I kind of liked it there, and uh, it franked it what I thought might be the case, that it's um, got a bit of ability. Um, so I'm expecting it to run well here. It's drawn well in the four. Um, main danger at, at value, Tom Kitten from the okay, Cummings yeah. stable. Think it can run a big race. Um, really found the line nicely at uh, in Sydney at Warwick Farm um, last start to break its maiden status. Um, I think it might have uh, improved in those two runs, and I think it can run well at Flemington. So I've got it as a knockout chance at twenties. Beautiful. Um, I've gone looking for blue colours, and I've come with the top weight here. Did not handle the straight. I thought this horse was a size horse from its first trial, um, and it's done, did some got around the valley well. Uh, back to 1100 where it just didn't handle the straight. Uh, when it finally sort of got in the right leg last 100, it was through the line okay. And it's, I think both these good often horses, you get 18, 19, 20 to 1. Mm. If you're getting much shorter, then it's probably especially time to take notice. Uh, happy to spec both of them. You've covered off that one quite well. Gunbari comes down from being dragged back uh, into two year old races, back to well last from wide gates. If it sits closer here, it has hit the line pretty well both times. Uh, so looking towards them as the main three, I'm terrified of V8, who um, 1,400 metres probably suits. Dad loved Flemington. Uh, Grunt got around Flemington quite well. But um, going to, again, play the odds I'm going to do through most of the afternoon here and see if we can get a result at a price. The mile, we stick to the mile for a Group 3 mares grade race. Uh, 
with the matron stakes up next and I am going to assume it's staying here because it hasn't come out. Uh, I'm sticking with Exolita. I just just decided to go right against the whole Barb Raider race because uh, it was a bit if too in and was won by Espiona. So um, Exolita missed the start last time, flashed home. If it jumps on, on terms, it goes close to at least making Ana Vista work very hard to win. Zara's on outside gate. Uh, last time at the Flemington Mile, it was a length of Ice Bath, who would probably, I know it's Ice Bath, would probably lap this field. So I'm going to stick with it around a $5 mark. Uh, and as I said, just go right away from that lead up. Uh, if I had to name a danger, possibly uh, going away from it, Forbidden City, f you know, came through that race. But um, yeah, just stick to X later. Move on. I'll let you talk. Yeah, look, I'm going for number two, Inspirational Girl here, resuming. Yeah, okay. Um, I think this sets up really nicely for it. This is a this is a bit of a step back on what it raised last preparation and what it was first up against. Uh, then you know behind the horses like uh, Mr. Brightside, uh, last run was in the Caulfield Cup. Uh, resuming here over sixteen hundred does have some good first up form. Um, has won before at this track and distance, uh, and this is probably its best distance range. So. Um, I think it can run really well fresh, and if it's tuned up enough, which I suspect it is over a mile, um, uh, trainers like Leek uh, don't uh, sort of give these horses a run. They're in most races to win, given their stables, so I think it can run well and really like it, around six fifty seven dollars oh, Cool. Yeah, I, I want to see, now they're with John Leek, I want to see him actually win a race because we find these colours a lot in Melbourne. Yeah. They all trial really well. They obviously um, get up to a point there, but... I want to see him win one because yeah. even in the staying race we're about to get to, I wanted to find the two there. So, uh, but don't disagree with anything you said. Otherwise, I, I would agree with uh, all your thoughts there. The sixth is the Australian Cup Prelude, 2,000 metres, where I went all the way around the world here to get this favourite beat. Uh, and I came back and decided this favourite will win again. I'm um, talking about right you are. Uh, I tried to look at most things, but I actually think it's going to get a better run here than it had last time where it had everything in its favour. I think Maricino probably crosses it and just gives it a nice tag. And its best win was um, the race before it got the nice tag and got to actually sprint past it and win. So I think right you are clearly the horse to beat. Uh, I wanted to find Emissary, but just doesn't go first up. Could well win this race. And um, similarly, I wanted to find Regal Power, but I'll uh, be leaving Jay League Jr. alone until he starts winning some races with these horses. What do you think? Yeah, tricky tricky affair. I've gone for Emissary. Um I thought the first up run was okay. I think yeah. it was now it's get, getting out to sort of the more suitable 2,000. Uh, I think that'll suit it. It wasn't the worst run first up. It carried the 59 back to sort of the set weights here. And was heavily backed. And was heavily backed. So I think they're expecting this horse to go well, this preparation. It'd need to show something, probably beat these here. Um, I'm just concerned that right you are now getting up in the weights um, – it might be, you know, and it's been up for a while. It could be coming to the end of its prep um, and, you know, now carrying the 57 against uh, even probably as good as, if not better quality horses. Um, it'll be, this is its biggest test, so I wouldn't say it can't win. Um, and then obviously, Bowen Declare, it was good again last start mm -hmm. and um, after la after winning when it went out last preparation. So no reason it uh, can't run another nice race. It's always consistent, but a mystery on top for me. Beautiful. Um, yeah, as uh, I set out to find a mystery, I just um, had a few reservations. The feature on the card is a Group 1 uh, Newmarket Handicap up the straight. 
1,200 metres, great field. Uh, with In Secret popping up too. We talked about that form earlier. What do you what did you make of this race though? Yeah, quality race, isn't it? Yeah. Um, cracking, cracking race, I think a really even field. You know, there's not many horses that well, really can't win this race. The only ones I'd probably rule out are the bottom two um, in the market. But look, I I had to find something that I like to win and I've landed on the top weight, private eye. You got me. Go. Tell us why. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think I'd come up with that, did you? No, I thought, I don't know. I found yeah. it as well. Yeah. I, was, I thought I was clever. So. Yeah, no, no. Um, look, I think last preparation, it was the best prep it's ever had. Yeah. Um, it was flying. Um, look, it goes well first up. Uh, it's had uh, one one start, one win at this track and distance. Um, it's in career best form. I think the trials were good. It was, you know, not pushed and, and yeah, just I think it's going to be the – horse flying home at the end. I think it's just fresh. Um, it went well when they freshened it and ran it really fresh last yep. preparation. And I think this horse has, you know, probably the biggest finish in this race. Gate two was my only little bit of a concern, uh, but we know that it'll probably try to sit in behind them and duck and weave at the end and hopefully they're spread across the track. Um, so I've got it on top. Um, and I thought obviously Lofty Strike is going outstanding at the moment and I think it can run a huge race as well. That was sort of my, my main danger. I'm, I wish I win, obviously can run well, but uh, I'm just a bit worried. It's second up, maybe second up syndrome and um, yeah, see how we go. I, yeah, I set out to find I wish I win. I thought obviously it was the eye catcher in the lead up. Uh, the more I thought about it, it, uh, Moody was on record as saying he, they came there basically as an extra trial. Um, so he's he sprinted fresh at 1,000, no trial since, uh, which I would have probably ticked if they had of second up. Do, does he lose that sprint? That's my um, thing. To second springboard to 30, 100%. So obviously Peter Moody's got a fair record with getting horses up to win up the straight. Uh, but I, I've got it in my numbers, but I thought the same thing, private eye. Uh, and the last trial, I loved the improvement between the two trials. Uh, first time down the straight, last prep, it brained most of this field. A lot of them turn up again and it smashed them. Yep. Only time it uh, was below expectations where it went to the Cantala, pulled up lame anyway, and it's only a couple of lengths off them. So I, I think $7.50 is a great bet and it is will be clearly my best result in the race. Uh, and I'll probably even throw in Marzu to a quaddy. Yes, so, 100%. Um, coming here fresh as well. So I was looking to the top of the weights for my numbers. Um, we've both gone around in secret, just, yep. um, you know, now it's got to go to open. open. Well, uh, I was disappointed last start. I thought it yeah. had every chance to win that race and, and, and didn't. Um, you know, you can say it ducked back to the inside and that wasn't the place. But Still got enough clear air, I thought. I thought it had enough clear air too. That being said, I'm going to tip a horse out of that race when we get to Rose Hill. But we'll get there down the road. Uh, very interesting. We both found the same horse as we move on to the 1,400-metre Group 3 Shaftesbury Avenue. And I struggled a little bit with this race. Uh, so tell us why you're going to tip Ayrton. Yeah, I went looking in this race and I did come back to Ayrton. Yeah, um, yeah I think uh, uh, similarly, like if you just go through through the form here, first up, it's one four out of five yeah. and placing. Um, it goes well at this distance. Uh, it's drawn well here, um, can get the clear air where it needs it. 1400 is a good good starting point for it. And if you go back to last prep, um, except for probably the last run, which 1800, I just don't think it's, is its go uh, prior to that. 
Um, they were, it was in pretty good form and was, you know, only a length behind. I wish I win um, at Sandow um, back in September. Uh, I just think this sets up nicely for it. I went looking for things that have similar class to, to it and I just didn't find anything. You know, Scolopini was good last start, and it, but it's got to come from gate 14. Yeah. Um, and that was my concern with Scolopini. There will be a few that probably do kick up underneath. Savannah Claude yep. kicks up underneath it. I think, uh, yeah, and even I, Visanari maybe. And even maybe Visanari. So I'm just a bit concerned that Scolopini got a really easy lead last mm. start and fought on well, but, you know, at the end it was coming to the end of, you know, yeah. didn't want it much further. Um, so, look, um, that's why I went away from it. Visanari first up, is it as good as class as that? And then some of these... They're running well, but they're against what and sort of fell away. I think probably the main danger that I'll probably save on is Warsfold. Flying this preparation, probably in a little bit weaker company, but finished second last start, but should have probably won that race. Flemington suits. Uh, Flemington does suit. Wasn't was too far back last start and flew home. Um, so I think it can run well. Drawing 12 should be coming home, but Ayrton will be too good. I sort of ended up the same way. I did. I'm not comfortable with it, but it is on top. Um, you've covered off well enough. Uh, any defeat first up was at the hands of I wish I win. Visionari trialled great again. It's going life's first up, uh, 1,400 metres, so maybe wants it wet, but uh, runs well here. And a little bit like you, Walsfeld was in the mix, and I just almost came back to if in doubt, look, going looking for the leaders, which would be Savannah Cloud and Espiona. But for the sake of what we're doing here, Ayrton on top, uh, with a bit of a uncomfortable feeling. Six months ago, Ayrton would start at $1.50 in this race. Probably yes. Realistic. Yes. So, anyway. And maybe, and yeah. Yeah, probably let us down. Anyway, the uh, we wrap up with a 1,400-metre quality handicap for the three-year-olds. What do you like in the last? Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Um, yeah. Again, I kind of went looking down in the market to have a, a things, you know, the, and then I came back to, is it me? Um, both its wins have been ultra-impressive before it was put out, and... This horse looks to have plenty of potential. Um, and I kind of went looking and thought, you know, where's the class in this race? Where's the potential in this race? And that's where I came back to. So I've, I've continued with it and put it on top. I thought the main dangers were pouring. I thought it was a horse that was around the double-figure odds. Um, was pretty good. I, I liked its last start. Its first up maiden was, was good enough and then came out and won easily at Sandown. Um, in a reasonable field. So I thought that was a, a really good run. I think natural improvement will see it. So I'd be saving on it. So that's sort of the way I'd play this. I, I'm i sure it's a horse ability. I, well, I know it is. I, w I went looking for, th uh, like you, went looking for some things of value. Came up with the top weight, Zoe's Promise. The two trials have been lovely coming back here. Uh, a couple of nice city wins last time in. And uh, Lethal Thought, same last trial was great. Craig Williams tends to like having a late snipe in these races. Uh, scared of the favourite, as you say. It could be best horse, might get best gate one, Flemington, Jamie Carr. Don't know. But uh, so going to play the two at each way and be scared of the favourite and take that set. These late in the day Flemington Phillies races, you get one pop-up that you don't yeah. consider. And, um, so his promise is form is only on soft tracks, which tracks. True. where it won true both last. It's had five starts on good and uh, hasn't yeah. run a drum, so yes. going to have to and break they were, the they hoodoo were, there. They were wet tracks. Um, right, let's talk about the quaddy at Flemington Beaver. You may have had it. Yep. Let me have a crack, eh? 
So, what, what is Beaver going to do? Here we go. Uh, in the first leg, race six, I'm going number three, Vow and Declare. Number five, Emissary. Number six, Surefire. And number seven, Right You Are. Mm -hmm. In the next, in the second leg, I am going number two, no, what, number one, Private Eye. Number two, Mazu. Number three, I wish I win. Number six, Bella Nipotina. And the other one I wanted to throw in was number nine, Lofty Strike. Cool. Leaving the filly out. Well, the yeah, two three-year-olds out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, line through it, mate. Yep. Line through it. Uh, in the third leg, I am going number four, Ayrton. Number eight, Visionari. Number... 14, Life Lessons, and number 15, Warswell. And to finish the day, I'm going number two, Meridus. Number three, Climbing Star. Number 11, Is It Me? And number 12, Zipporing. Beautiful. What's your best in value? Yeah, my value is race seven, number one, Private Eye. And my best is race eight, number four, Ayrton. Wow. My value, race seven, number one, Private Eye. And my best, race six, number one, uh, Right You Are. He's not number one. Give it down to eight. Race six, number seven, Right You Are. We've got to head up to Sydney where we're going to Rose Hill Gardens. Nice and warm in Sydney. We've got a good track, Rail True. Uh, yeah, probably no disadvantage beyond pace, but should should play fairly well. Um, with the rail going back to the true, we're going to kick off with a midway 1200 metre benchmark 72. Have you got any any confidence here? I'm legging it out of here for the All first right. mate. No worries. <laughs> I uh, this is a low race. The three I've looked at, um, the one of three I've looked at that I may have something on. Are you talking for the sake of it here? I am, yeah. Shot, shot makers on top for me. Uh, it might be best horse now. Second up, Doyle. Trials were good. Uh, Andy's 12 bucks. A steero back in grade. Doesn't go at Rose Hill, so I've got to pen that. And, look, I end up looking at um, Miss Einstein as the best horse in this race, but coming off a year off um, and two years since its last win, doesn't feel of confidence, does it? But that's the sort of race it is. Hail Mary race. The second is a the Pango Pango for the two-year-olds uh, over last stop before the slipper, group three. For the boys, who do you like here? Yeah, I'm going Shinzo on top here. Um, both runs this time in have been good. Improved again um, at its second start. Uh, hit the line really nicely against what I think is a, a pretty good horse in Corniche, who had the uh, complete run of the race there. Um, and third pro to that behind Red Resistance, who's, who is a good horse. Uh, so I think this sets up nicely for it to, to break through. Uh, McDonald-Waller combination here. And uh, my on top pick. I've stuck with Mahaba. I like that win. Uh, I liked it, the format of its first up run in Sydney too, where it uh, was a bit all over the shop and still ran well behind Barber. Uh, comes back, right jockey Mickey D from gate one. So, yeah, I'm sticking with the fave. A uh, couple I'm going to spec at a price. I really like the trials of uh, Gusto Sissimo, who starts here for the Gerald Ryan team. Some nice trials and nice work leading to this. And uh, I could even entertain at a big price, Cap Ferret, um, out to 1,200 from the 11. 
just wasn't given any chance there. And um, $1.4 million yearling, I think it's the one I'm looking at. Um, they might want to have a bit of a, cra a better crack here, but better for the run. But I was looking, yeah, Mahaba comes here and was very impressive last time out. The third is a benchmark 88 over 1350. Uh, we're on a tricky card. I'm going to stamp on. I love the way Tamerlane's come back after leaving in good form. Went out with a couple of nice wins there. Uh, comes back here. Zach Lloyd's fly, absolutely flying at the moment. And uh, I think rolls Fordish here. And he's going to be very hard to beat. I think the only danger as a marker is just his fine point. Uh, but on a card where I really struggled to find in, I could just stamp. I'm going to stick my colours to the blue as I tend to do, stick the blue colours to, anyway, something like that. Um, who do you think is going to win? Uh, no, I'm sticking, I'm flipping. I, I like fine point. Yeah. Um, I think this horse has got plenty of ability. I go back last prep. It only had the three starts. It was very good first up. So it won first up last time in. And then second up, it finished third behind Hope in Your Heart. And I was at the track that day and I backed it. And it probably should have won. It was stuck on the fence um, and couldn't get a crack at him. Um, I was pretty disappointed and I think it was almost started favourite in that race and it was a group three race, yep. um, if my memory serves me correct. And then they took it to Melbourne in a group three race and um, finished down the track but wasn't a long way off them and that was a pretty tr tricky race and that was a soft track. Uh, best form is on a good track. It's what had four starts for three wins and a placing. Um, jockey three from three in this class, one from one. I think it's going to run a big race. Beautiful. The girls' two-year-old contest is the Magic Knight Stakes for over Group 3 level, 1,200 metres. What about this one? Yeah, pretty hard here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, really tricky race here. I've settled on Blank the Blank. Yep. Blank the Blank. Blank the Blank. Um, again, McDonald. Um, so hopefully he's going up for a big day. I thought last start's run was really, really good. Um, finished... Finished third behind Lazago, but they all went across the line together there. Um, hit the line really well. Um, again, obviously trying to get this, uh, if it's not already, into the slipper. Um, so I think it's going to run a big race. Gate 12 was a bit of a worry, uh, but a couple of scratchings there might see it come in. So I think it can run really well. And then it was really hard to line up some of the others. Um, they've got the foot. Tis Invincible, I think. Um, tried well, tried really well. Tried really well, and I've, I've got a watch on it, uh, given it's its first start, and uh, expect it to run well. So they're the sort of two I'm looking at. I'm scared of Steel City. It almost should have won the diamond. It was trucking along there um, and just got completely shut out. But uh, I've decided from gate one I'm just going to forget about it and not worry about it, given it hasn't won yet. Uh, take my chances. I can see myself making Remedies the best result in this race. I thought yep. that was good first up. Uh, I know you just forget what happened with Cafe Millennium last week on the sort of leaders track there. But I thought that was a pretty nice, well, all but, uh, it beat all but it. Um, so at around $8 mark on top, uh, you mentioned Tears Invisible, I really like the trials there. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Tui, how do you pronounce this, Tui Santuza improves. I know it's only a Canterbury win, but it was pretty impressive. Uh, and, well, natural upside with the Waterhouse team and two-year-olds. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if it runs well again, but I've sort of um, and you mentioned blank to blank. Um, obviously, can't take more, but um, at the price, I think remedies and the and the waterhouse horse would be my best results on this one. The fifth is a eleven hundred meter Group Three Morris McCartan Stakes. Um, yeah, 
cracking little sprint beef. I actually, I don't know beyond saying I've sort of found the horses in the same order as the market, so I can't tip outside it. Uh, you got any better clarity? Oh, it's the same. Uh, the top three in the market, I found them in, in that order. Um, I just think the top two are probably slightly better than Kalino. Uh, mm. Most of its form has been in probably a little bit weaker company than this, but uh, Clemenceau is a horse that I've got a good opinion of. Um, and it, it was outstanding last preparation. Um, its last couple of runs uh, it beats um, some decent horses. So I beat Malkovich just sitting off the pace and outpacing him there. And prior to that, um, beat Zuthos in Mooney Valley. And then um, I had also uh, ran a close second behind Remark um, at first up runs. So that type of form, 53, nicely weighted. Gate 9 I think is good. It can either um, take up the speed or sit right there. Um, Cole Crusher is probably going to lead, so um, it'll either sit on its outside or tuck in behind. So um, I've got it on top uh, to beat Eltheric. Beauty. Yeah, I don't have much to add. 1,500-metre group, two five-lap stakes comes up next for the three-year-olds, where I, uh, I'm i not going to overthink think this one. Mizzou got you, nice enough resumption straight to... 1500 suits uh, was in the finish here. J Mac on right run from gate four. And this is probably a weaker field than what it meant in that mayor's race. Um, so probably, clearly definitely. on top, well, definitely. Um, yeah, all I'm really going to mention, all the markets really mentioned. Again, I'm just going to say Cold Eye is going to Kemble this afternoon. Uh, it'll probably win that too. Yeah, look, I think uh don't want to dwell on this too much. You gotcha. I don't even think it'll start dollar sixty five. I think you'll it'll be skinnier than that. Yeah. I think it's probably gonna be twos on. Um so potentially not even backable. But uh if you're looking for something to add a bit of value to the Nella, awesome John. It's about twenty five to one, number four. Um whack it in your Quinella exactor or even your trifectors. Beautiful. If I was gonna whack one in it'd actually be um cut on a dime with Nash on the quick backup from the boys last week. Um back in distance but anyway let's get to the seventh which kicks off the quality the sky high stakes group three um what do you think here yeah good good little uh staying race um interesting field no compromise scratch to run here um i'm going for sunshine rising uh at the 556 dollar mark uh really liked the first up run thought that was uh was a pretty good run um Running third behind Pounding, who's flying at the moment. Uh, I think that will uh, derive a lot of benefit of that after a really nice trial um, before going down there. And then if you look at back at its form last preparation, um, some really nice runs in quality races um, where it's got back in the field and really hit the line hard. So I think it over the 2,000, right distance, ready to go here um, and potentially the, the horse on the rise here. I went looking for the internationals. I've got protagonist on, cop, uh, on top. He come out with Willie Haggis. I'm just going to take this. I'm just sick of Sydney straight staying form. So going for a different form. Uh, J-Mac hops on. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to beat. Uh, meeting this. And I went looking for... Look, Magical Lagoon's the best horse in this race. It's a high-class horse. Um, first up for Waller. Trolls have only been fair, and we haven't seen him do a lot with Solcom. But uh, at the 20s, goes into my quaddy. From there, of the locals, no compromise was the obvious eye catcher last time out. You do have to cop Jay Ford on top, but um, yeah, internationals for me. You know, in a race I wasn't that enthused about. 
Bit a little bit more enthused about this one though, which is a fifteen hundred meter Coolmore Classic for the uh, the fillies and mares at Group One level, and I'm going to go looking for the fillies in this race. Uh, I've thought Ruthless Dean's been fantastic in both runs, in sitting, uh, having to work extra hard in both of them. Uh, we've got Dylan Gibbons on here, but he she last time out ran the best four and two of the day, and then uh, was in that bunched finish. I think fits in, jumps in here if you like your weights. It's getting in on a minimum. And I think around the 7 or $8 mark, which it was, I think is a great bet. Uh, from She's a Belter, last time up in distance again, last time it came here to Rose Hill. It, it brained the field in the hot Danish. Uh, dry suits, Willie Pike uh, obviously knows the horse. Uh, from And they're the two I'm keenest to play on. Obviously scared of Hope and Art, who's just honest and probably deserves to win like of the, uh, one of these. And Ana Visto, you know what you're going to get with Nash in front. But went looking for the two fillies. Beaver, what about yourself? Yeah, I'm going to stick with Ana Visto because it's just a horse I back and I, yep. I do really like. Um, and it is pretty foolproof. Um, for me, it's gonna it's, it's got no choice but to jump and run here. So it's going to get across and take up the lead or, or pretty close to Um Probably expat's probably going to go hard, so it's probably going to get the sit just in behind expat um, there. So so it might um, just tag into the race there, which probably suits it just going up to the 1500 here. Um, it, it's a quality horse, and uh, yeah, there was a lot to like about the first up win. So I've got it on top. A uh, couple that I do think can run really well is Hope in Your Heart. Yep. It is a horse I like. Um, and Ruth Estain, what you've said there, it's down in the weights and both runs this time in have been outstanding, less than a length off them in group races, hard to beat. And I tipped Espiona last start and won and I wouldn't let it get under your guard here. So, um, look, they're the, they're the three other chances. I'll probably back Anavisto and, and save on Espiona. Okay. Uh, the Ajax is the second last, 1,500 metre, again at group two level. Have you got any clarity here? Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Um, really trying to line this up. Uh, Waterford's first up run was probably a bit disappointing. Um, I thought so. I actually I couldn't back it off that, to be honest, and I won't be. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't really back it off that as well at this at this stage, and I'd be certainly keen to watch the market if it if it doesn't get backed in in the market, um, then you, you probably don't want to be on it. If there's money for it, then you probably suggest that. They might have been playing a bit of Ducks and Drakes uh, first yeah. up, and, and that wasn't such a surprise. Um, based on that, um, I'll watch the market there. I've tipped Ascension on top. Um, I think it's going really well at the moment. Uh, one fairly comfortable last start and sort of still coming through that pounding form the start prior to that down in, in Mooney Valley. And then um, prior to that one really well, you know what you're going to get. It's going to jump from five. It's going to go straight to the front. Um and these are going to be chasing, and some of these are only average at that. They are only average. And look, the might be a bit mad here, but I'm going to spec the first start of Phoenician. Uh, I like the improvement between its two trials for Boy de Gent. Uh, last time at last time at any time it started in Australia, uh, it was stuck set wide the whole way under Damien Spencer. Now gets Mickey D. There's an upgrade for you, and. Um, Around 20s, I think, might give us a sight here. A complete spec in the field I don't like at all. Away from that, I was going to the lead-up, which left me with Sabark uh, on top. Just on Waterford, it's interesting, J-Mac um, has chosen to ride Diamil as well. 
maybe that's the lead, maybe it's not. But um, four and five predominantly for me. As we go to finish the day with a benchmark 78, 1,900 metres, and it is – I'm going to give our mania one more go. If it gets clear in fairness, I think it probably wins last time out. Uh, Dylan Gibbons jumps on board. It drops in grade, back to 78 grade, and there's not a lot else here. I um, Obviously, Major Bill might be the up-and-comer that will take it up, but last chance for me, and uh, – Away from that, yeah, Major Bill and, you know, probably throw Monty Felicity into the quaddy just because I can. Anything for you? Yeah, tricky race um, to finish the day. I think yeah, I think the top four in the market have got it. I just went the same as you. I went Almania. Uh, it's been consistent these these uh, three runs in. Um, all been pretty good. Stepped up nicely, as you said. Probably could have finished close to the last start. Um, goes up in weight here, but back in class. Uh, the 1.5 kilo helps. Gate 10's not bad. Can pull to the outside. Wine glass has got to deal with a wide barrier. Um, it'll be chasing Major Beal. Major Beal will looks the winner somewhere down the straight, but has to get the extra 400 metres here. Um, and it's got Tim Clark aboard, so that's my concern. And up in class. So Almania for me. Top weight in the last. Beauty. Let's see if we can come up with a quaddy at Rose Hill. First leg, I'm going to go with four, no compromise, six, magical lagoon, 12, sunshine rising, 15, king, frankel, actually 14, frazeric, 15, king, frankel, 16, protagonist. Second leg, two, anavisto, three, hope in your heart, nine, ruthless dame, 10, she's a belter, 13, yearning. Third leg, one, bandersnatch, two, diamil, four, sabac. Five boy de, uh, boy d'argent, and let's come home with one Almania, seven wine glass bay, nine major beal, and fifteen Monte Felicity. Uh, I'm going to make my best on a tricky card at Rose Hill race three, number one Tamerlane, and my value in the group one, uh, the two fillies, numbers nine and ten, uh, Ruthless Dame and She's a Belter. Well, just, just so we can go to head, I'm going to make my best race three, number four, fine point. Yep. Um, take you on. And that'll make it tricky for the, the viewers. And race 10, number one, Almania is my value. Beauty. Uh, I've got 100 bucks to spend after you, another one of your multis uh, fell apart, Beaver. I might ban you from them. I'm not taking them anymore, no. mate. Sorry about so that. So we're going to have 20 bucks on Tamerlane at $5. 20 bucks on Private Eye at $7.50. 20 bucks on Ruthless Dane, $7.50. 10 bucks on a Mer down south, and 30 on Right You Are to cover our stake for the day around the 350. Good, 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 good. In Adelaide, race four, number one, just one bit there for me, Chicago Storm. What have you got up north? What have I got up north? Uh, good day racing up north, isn't it? It is. Um, I've got a few up there. I'm going race two, number two, the Red Kites. Uh, I think it'll be hard to beat. Then moving on to race four, number 11, Miracle Spin. I think it's going to be hard to beat. Race six, number eight, Manhood. The money has now just started to come for that. Mm. And race eight, number 11, Swiss Scandal. Beautiful. So a few of those around the $4 mark, um, $354. Looks good to me. Sounds good to me. Good job, Beaver. Good luck tomorrow. It's a tricky day. Tricky day. Play it smart. Play it safe. 
Uh, good luck out there, punters. And we will be back to look forward to some midweek racing next Wednesday. And I've got the slipper next weekend. So look forward to all of that. Check out progetracing.com.au for much more going on there. We've got tips up there most days of the week. Apart from that, take care and we will talk soon. Catch you guys.